Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, James Collins welcomes Ray Gano Moore to help us prepare for the coming storm. And we also have an encouraging update on our Faithful Friends Project. The Southwest Radio Church calendar is here. This year, we're focusing on the Jewish roots of Christianity. The script for the calendar was written by Larry Stamm, and it's based on his book, Jewish Roots of Christianity. This year, our calendar is a 16-month calendar and features all major biblical and Jewish and Israeli holidays, plus U.S. holidays. All dates are in both Jewish and Gregorian systems, and each day contains scripture references to help you read through the Bible in a year. Friends, you will be blessed by the gorgeous photos and artwork. Each month spotlights an event in Jewish history and prophecy. And I'm excited to announce that part of the proceeds from each calendar go to the Onesimus Prison Ministry. When you order a calendar, a calendar is also sent to a prisoner. Order the 16-month Jewish Roots of Christianity calendar today. 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. And remember, for every calendar you order, a calendar will be given to a prisoner free of charge. What a great way to encourage others and share hope with those in prison. Order the brand new 16-month calendar today. Call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. We have special pricing available on bulk orders with free shipping on all orders over $100. 1-800-652-1144 or order online swrc.com. Gas prices are up. Groceries are more expensive, and chaos is all around us. Ray Gano Moore is here to show from history, as well as from a Christian biblical standpoint, showing what you and I can do to prepare to survive the coming storm. God could have made the ark for Noah. But instead of miraculously making the ark appear, God had Noah prepare the ark for the coming flood. God could have filled Joseph's grain bins in Egypt, but instead of miraculously making grain appear, God had Joseph prepare for the coming famine. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 6, 6-8, through 8, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise, which, having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in in the harvest. In other words, we should be like the ant and prepare for hard times. My guest on the program today is a veteran of the United States Army who is an expert on being prepared. His name is Ray Gano Moore, and he's here today to teach us ways to prepare for the perilous times to come. Ray, welcome to Watchman on the Wall. It's great to have you on the program with me today. Thanks so much, James. I really appreciate being on here. Well, before we talk about preparing for the coming storm, I'd like to get to know you better. First, I'd love to hear your testimony. Would you share with our audience how you came to know the Lord Jesus Christ? It was interesting. I was raised in a Christian home pretty much all my life. I always went to church and everything. But the Lord really didn't become real to me until I was in the military. And I used to jump out of planes, eat monkey, kill snakes, and all that other crazy stuff. Who uh, was stationed at Fort Bragg and all that high-speed, low-drag Begin to operate things. But 
it was in the military that you know God really revealed himself to me and it's like hey man I need to get my act straight and here I've learned about it all my life but I never lived it and so then it's like you know I need to start living it and ever since then I've just been you know going strong for the Lord and just doing whatever he calls me to do and I love living for the Lord I kind of equate it to, for those, I'm going to date myself, an e-ticket ride, for those who remember Disneyland and the e-ticket rides, yeah, it's an e-ticket ride. I mean, when you serve the Lord and when you give Him your all, man, life's an adventure. Well, Ray, for the past several years, you have focused on helping people understand the value of a preparedness lifestyle. Now, you say that you're not a prophet, nor the son of a prophet, but you believe that a possible economic collapse is on the horizon, correct? There are so many things that people can look out there for. So often people are, oh, wow, you know, we need to prepare for a zombie apocalypse and this and that and the other things. No, I mean, people need to even prepare for when there's a job loss. Right. For example, if people had food on hand, medical supplies on hand and everything, they're going to have limited income coming in due to the loss of a job. But because they've prepared and have food on hand and other things on hand, they're not going to be dipping into that money that much because they've prepared for a quote-unquote storm. I was raised in California, and I've been through many earthquakes. And In fact, the big one that knocked down the Oakland Bridge and so forth, I was involved in that one. And that one really woke me up as well to being prepared and so forth. But it's been interesting that the Lord's allowed me to go through certain situations. I was in a pandemic, and this was a hardcore pandemic in New Braunfels, Texas, where the swine flu came through and killed probably about ten to 15,000 people just in the city of New Braunfels. And so I've learned how to be medically prepared. And so there's a lot of things that I've just learned and that the Lord's brought me through. And it's this wisdom and knowledge and experience that I've worked really hard at sharing with anybody who's gotten here to hear. If there was a terrible economic collapse in the United States, what kind of things would we see in America after the demise of the dollar? We'd see more crime. It'd be devastation, correct? Correct. I mean, we're seeing it already. The current administration has not been a good person to the dollar. And we've been seeing massive inflation. And in fact, just this past June, it was sitting at 9.7. And that's almost the highest inflation rate that we've had in probably 30 years, Mm -hmm. if not more. And so we're kind of in an economic collapse as is. A lot of people are speculating that if we haven't already entered a recession, then there's quite a chance that we may even be looking at a depression because it's crazy, and I don't know why the current administration isn't doing anything about it, but they're not. But it's being felt the world over, too. I really feel that Christians need to kind of start getting their act together and start looking at food and medical supplies and these sort of things as an investment in their future. I heard you talk about a friend from South Africa and another friend from Argentina who lived in those countries when they went through a particular economic collapse. Would you share their stories, a little bit of their stories, and what lessons can we learn from their experiences? The first fall was in Argentina, and as we know, you know, the Argentina economic collapse took place, and it was crazy. The crime was just outrageous, and home invasions, people were starving to death, literally. The cost of a loaf of bread literally was a day's wages, 
We're seeing a lot of things like that take place. Also in South Africa with the reversal of apartheid, the economy took a, a massive dive and many people were targeted physically. My friend Pete, who was over there in South Africa, he almost couldn't go to sleep at night because he was protecting his home and his family. Right. They stocked up. They were wise enough to start stocking up on food and everything. Because in a situation like this, you really don't want to go outside your home mm-hmm. and expose yourself to the danger and everything. And so the more that you're able to like hunker down, hunker in, and kind of let that wave pass, the better. And I tell a lot of people who are just starting out to create a 90-day food supply. And the reason I say 90-day food supply is it takes man about 90 days to basically adjust to his new surroundings or new environment or new situation. And so if you have at least 90 days of food, water, medicine on hand, you're going to be able to ride out that storm and really not have to go out too much or expose yourself or you and your family expose themselves or anything and just you know, hunker down and ride it out. Ray, in your DVD, you talk about realistic weapons. Why is a weapon the first place to start in preparedness? I, you see a lot of these people, you know, get all these food and they get all this other stuff and everything like that. But if there's a home invasion, and that's something when we do see more of an economic collapse, again, crime is going to rise. We're going to start seeing a lot more home invasions and everything. You need a means to protect your home, your castle, your family, as well as your food and stuff, because you don't want people coming and taking it. We're already seeing home invasion on the rise in many states. The Apostle Paul told Timothy that a man that does not provide for his family is worse than a lost man, an infidel. Wouldn't you say that this is part of that? Oh, very much so. And a lot of my preparedness stuff is real prepping for real people. And forget a lot of this Hollywood stuff that you see in the movies. But a lot of my books and articles and everything are really written to the men, to the family men, and so that he will get his family prepared and be ready for the coming storm. And again, that could be any storm. That could be hurricane, tornado, earthquake, job loss zombie apocalypse, I mean, whatever you want. But the man is the head of the family. He's the one who sets the pace. He's the one who, the leader, and it's him who's going to be accountable to God, and he's going to have to give an accountability. Hey, did you take care of your family, or did you just sit on the log and do nothing? So I talk a lot about, when I'm writing articles, I really address a lot to men and what they need to be doing to protect their family, make sure their family are safe, secure, and their health and welfare are, are provided for. Now, Ray, there are some who would say that Christians, that as you and I as Christians, as believers, we're supposed to be pacifists. Now, how would you answer that objection? It's easy. There's many examples of where Christ got angry. Mm -hmm. And Christ actually, when he went into the temple, you read in Scripture where he said he actually made a cat of nine tails and beat the money changers and turned over their tables and, and everything. And again, a cat of nine tails got knots with it, and sometimes they put glass and bone and rocks and other stuff into it. So here's Christ just beating the snot out of these people (laughs) with a cat of nine tails. And so I think, you know, too often that sort of mentality is basically the, the lazy man's way out. And so if there's a husband out there or something that is quoting that, he's basically taking the lazy way out, meaning that he does not want to be the protector of his family and do what he needs to do. We're to lay our lives down for our families and protect them. 
I've always believed that Jesus is a man's man. He had carpenter's hands. He walked everywhere he went. And someday he is going to return and stomp under his feet all the armies of this world. Jesus is not some kind of wimp, is he? Oh, heavens no. There's several examples of him, you know, basically being a man's man. And many men in the church today need to truly take that example. So often we take the example of the lamb where so many of us forget that he's the lion also. Ray, you teach that there are three types of people, wolves, sheep, and sheepdogs. What do you mean by that? The three types of people, and again, I'm talking to the men out there, is we're called to protect our family. And so there's people, there are wolves out there, there are predators. Like it or not, God says that there's good people and bad people. You know, there's goat people and sheep people. And there's just people out there that are just pure evil. I call them wolves. They're looking for easy prey. They're looking for that person to mug, rob, kill, rape, and that's what they do. And about 2% of the population are hardened wolves, and they're just predators, whereas a lot of the people, about 80% of the people, are sheep. And sheep are all nice and cuddly and warm, fuzzy, and out in the field just sitting there eating grass and having fun and not having care in the world, not really paying attention to anything that's going around them, where the sheepdog is the one who's protecting the flock. The sheepdog is the one who is alert, who's ready, who's ready and willing to fight, take on that wolf, protect the flock. And the side thing, too, is don't be so scary that you scare the sheep, too. But people will fall into one of those three categories. And Christians, I would say, probably fall into either sheep or sheepdogs. Hmm. And the people out there listening, if you're a sheepdog, you know who you are. You feel inclined to protect the flock. And so you train, you take care of your body, you read up on what you need to do. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Second Amendment advocate. Amen. And so they have, you know, carry and conceal or they have other means of protecting themselves and protecting others and everything. That's the sheepdog mentality, taking care of the flock. And not everybody can be the sheepdog, but those of us who are called then step up and do the job. And if you're an able-bodied husband, then you need to be stepping up and doing the job and not letting others do it for you. Well, along those same lines, I heard you say that true warriors fight not because they hate what is in front of them, They fight because they love what is behind them. Man, that's the profound statement. Would you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, again, speaking to the husbands and men out there, we love our families. We're called to die for our families and protect them, and you do what you need to do. And so, for example, I train. I go to the gun range. I'm a big, sharp, pointy, stabby person. You know, I love my knives and swords, and and so I train a lot with that. I take care of my body. I don't turn into a big old couch potato person, you know, the massive dad bod or anything. I really try to work hard. I'm 61 years old, and I don't feel it. A lot of people say that I don't look it, and yet I still work hard knowing that there might be some day where I have to protect my family, and I'm going to be in the best shape that I can to do it. And it's interesting, a little side story. Tim LaHaye came up to me. I was at one of the conferences, and we were speaking together and everything. He came up to me and he had me punch him in the stomach because <laughs> I was talking about survival and preparedness. And, and I forget how old Tim was at that time. And had me punch him in the stomach. And he had a pretty rock hard app. And he says, 
that's what I'm doing, man. I want to make sure that I'm able to pick up Bev and be able to carry her if I need to and do all this and do all that. I do 50 push-ups a day and 50 set-ups a day and working hard to do more. And at that time, he was sitting up there in the years. So he understood the sheepdog mentality. And so another great example of what we as men, as Christian brothers, need to be doing in protecting not only our family, but being able to protect our church and our congregation, and then anybody else that might be out there, some wolves out there accosting some little old lady in the Walmart parking lot, what are you going to do? you stand by and watch it happen, or are you going to get in the middle of it and protect the innocent? Ray, your first segment in this DVD presentation is called Realistic Weapons. What do you mean by realistic weapons? So many people out there want to go out and get all what I call cool guy stuff. Oh, wow, man, I've got the hottest AR-15, or I've got this, or I've got that. You know, it's costing them, you know, 2000 dollars to get this really cool gun or this really cool thing, and that's not realistic. Right. You know, the average family today just can't go out and spend two grand on a weapon. I mean, I was just at a gun and knife show just last week, and a good AR, a Smith & Wesson AR, saw them for about 600 bucks. Okay, get it, start working on it, and slowly build on it and everything. So it's something that you do want at that time. But you don't have to go out and spend a bazillion dollars. In the DVD, I talk about what's called a high point C9. And in the gun community, it is like the laughed at joke handgun. But you can buy it still, I believe, for about $150. Right, yeah. And it it holds eight (laughs) rounds. If you run out of ammo, you can throw it because it weighs about the size of a brick. But it's a great starting point for those people who are just listening now and just, hey, I want to get involved. I want to start doing this and everything. Where do I start? Start with a high point C9. At least you now have a means to protect your family. You've got a gun in the house. And so that's a realistic weapon. And then what I believe in is start doing garage sales. Start doing some means. Turn extra money so you're not digging into the budget so that you can then upgrade that weapon and then, say, go to a Glock 19, which is what I carry. I love my Glocks. And the reason I love Glock is because it's a, you know, 15 and 1, 16 and 1, holds in the magazine, and that's They're a tough. lot of lead that you can throw down range. Yeah. And Glocks are running for about 400 bucks. That's a realistic price range. Where some of these 1911s, you know, you go out and get a Kimber 1911, and you're looking at $1,500, $2,000 for a Kimber 1911 that only holds seven rounds. The high point C9 has eight rounds. So I think these luxury items are not realistic. Get weapons and stuff that are realistic, budget-friendly, budget-conscious, so that you can start spending money on more of your food, your water, your medicine, and other items, instead of spending a boatload of money on weapons that are just going to add to your cool guy collection. God willing, we're going to have Ray back again with us next time. We'll continue to talk about realistic weapons. Ray, thanks for a great conversation. I look forward to talking to you again. Loved it, James. Thank you so much. More insight on being prepared from Ray Gano Moore next time. Today, we have a special collection of DVDs that will help you be prepared. Surviving the coming storm consider the ant home defense, and bug out bags. All three of these DVDs are designed to help you be ready for whatever may come. All of these presentations are biblically based and offer realistic solutions for real people. 
Order the preparedness collection today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order online, swrc.com. Staff evangelist James Collins comes now to share an exciting update on our Faithful Friends Project. This program, Watchmen on the Wall, began in April 1933 when Dr. E.F. Weber, a pastor in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, preached a prophetic message over local radio station KTOK. His radio program was his radio church. That's how we got the name Southwest Radio Church. Almost 90 years later, we're still going strong, making Watchmen on the Wall the oldest continuing daily Christian communications ministry in the world. How have we lasted almost 90 years? Well, first and foremost, we have to give God all the glory. Only by God's grace have we stayed on the air this long. Also, we have lasted for almost 90 years because of faithful friends who have financially supported us. Your generosity and your willingness to support the ministry of the teaching of God's Word are greatly appreciated. We're honored by the trust that your donation demonstrates to us, and we're grateful for your commitment to God's Word and its teaching through books, videos, the Internet, and radio. Southwest Radio Ministries reaches thousands of people each and every day for Jesus Christ, and we thank you for your support. You may be wondering, when you give to our ministry, where does your gift go? Well, your financial contribution can help in many, many ways. It can help cover radio expenses. There's not only a cost for us to produce each program heard on the radio and Internet, but also we have to pay for airtime to be on radio stations. Your gift can also help us cover day-to-day operating expenses and the cost of producing resources. We also have a Hispanic radio outreach a prison ministry, and we support a Christian school and church in Pakistan. Your help is greatly appreciated and makes it possible for us to continue to spread the gospel of Christ and the message of God's amazing grace. Thanks again for your gracious, thoughtful support of Watchmen on the Wall. This month, we launched a new initiative as a way of saying thanks to our faithful friends. We call it the Faithful Friends Partnering Initiative. We are looking for 300 faithful friends who will come alongside of us and commit to give $25 a month or more. Your ongoing monthly partnership will help us sustain and grow our outreaches so even more people can be challenged to say yes to God. Every day, through our multiple different outreaches, God is transforming lives. Your partnership will help people reconnect with God and ignite spiritual change around the world. So we hope that you will be a faithful friend and partner with us today to reach millions tomorrow. So far, the response to faithful friends has been amazing, but we could still use your support. I would like to encourage everyone listening to us today to become a faithful friend. As a monthly faithful friend partner, you immediately began to play a key role in changing lives. You are partnering with the soul-winning ministry, of Southwest Radio to bring eternal life-changing salvation opportunities to men and women every month, all year long. Will you consider joining us by committing to a monthly gift of $25 or more? This ministry is powered by people like you, and every faithful friend makes a meaningful difference. 
As a way of saying thanks for your support, we have some special gifts for you. For your gift of $25 a month, you will become a bronze member of Faithful Friends, and you'll receive a Faithful Friends certificate signed by Kenneth Hill and Larry Spargimino, a one-time gift of a book from Beacon Street Press, and a one-year subscription to the Prophetic Observer. For your gift of $50 a month or more, you'll become a silver member of Faithful Friends, and you'll receive a Faithful Friends certificate, a one-time gift of a book from Beacon Street Press, a one-year subscription to Prophecy in the News magazine, a one-year subscription to the Prophetic Observer, a one-year subscription to our streaming television service, FaithNet TV, and 10% off all phone orders before shipping and handling. For your gift of $100 a month or more, you will become a gold member of Faithful Friends, and you'll receive a Faithful Friends certificate, a t-shirt, a one-time gift of a book from Beacon Street Press, a gift of a selected DVD from Beacon Street Media, a two-year subscription to the Prophecy in the News magazine, and a two-year subscription to the Prophetic Observer, a two-year subscription to FaithNet TV, 10% off all phone orders before shipping and handling, and a VIP experience at one of our many conferences. For your gift of $500 a month or more, you'll become a platinum member of Faithful Friends and you will receive a Faithful Friends certificate, a t-shirt, a book from Beacon Street Press, a DVD from Beacon Street Media, a lifetime subscription to Prophecy in the News, as well as a lifetime subscription to the Prophetic Observer and FaithNet TV, 10% off all phone orders before shipping and handling, a VIP experience at our conference, and an invitation to our Faithful Friends Banquet. You will also get our December Gleaning Gift and newly released books by Beacon Street Press signed by the authors. Again, we're giving these gifts as a way to say thanks to our faithful friends. Would you consider becoming a faithful friend today? I want everyone listening to know how important you are to this ministry. When you give as a faithful friend each month, you greatly benefit all the outreaches here at Southwest Radio Ministries. And again, if you're listening to us right now via radio, it costs money for us to be on these stations and to pay for this airtime. So we need your help. Thank you. Thank you for being a faithful friend. Thank you for listening to Watchmen on the Wall. Thank you for your heart to see the lost saved. Thank you for your heart to see God's people grow in their faith. Thank you for allowing us to proclaim for almost 90 years, God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Today we have a special collection of DVDs that will help you be prepared. Surviving the Coming Storm, Consider the Ant Home Defense, and Consider the Ant Bug Out Bags. All three of these DVDs are designed to help you be ready for whatever may come. All of these presentations are biblically based and offer realistic solutions for real people. Order the Preparedness Collection today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Tomorrow, Ray Gano-Moore returns with more ideas and help with being prepared for the coming storm. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by simply subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. 
Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners just like you. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com.